0: Sup campers, you silly little gooses, Patrice got a promotion y'all, so I'll be hosting an episode this week. <laughs> <laughs> So I hope the listeners out there in podcast land are excited for a new host this week. We have a live audience here with us today. Everybody, give it up for Hot Granny! Yeah. That's right, everybody. She's back. Even Dylan's here in the audience, where uh, let's be honest, he belongs. Hey. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> So thank you to everybody who came here And to Demoted. all No? Oh! Well, that was quick And everybody out there in podcast land listening But in an effort to shake things up for my first episode I've brought us here To the beach So with that being said Time to grab your drink We're just chilling by the beach today And it's time to tell you all This story so good news is we're covering a story this week that i feel we've all been waiting for since the start of the podcast i mean if i do say so myself this story is about the one and only gnomes that's right i said it gnomes gnomes as in gnomes (laughs) yes those gnomes now I know Dylan usually likes to ask you guys all a question about something or another just to get the ball rolling, so I'll do something, you know, I'll do the same thing to keep the sense of Capire adventures. So what is it that some of you do to keep your gardens looking fresh, lush, green, you know, well kept? Okay, well, it looks like some of you are a little bit too shy to say what it is and that's okay. I actually did some research to try and get these facts right. Now, you definitely want to use the right soil. Make sure that plants that are only supposed to get a little bit of sunlight, you know, get that sunlight. Oh, and, let me write this down. Yes, yes. Get out your pen and paper, guys. These are the tricks and tips, if you will. And uh, then the other tricks, keeping you know, keeping up with the maintenance stuff like that, getting rid of the worms and weeds and whatnot but you want to know what the real secret is it's to put a garden gnome in your garden <gasps> exactly that's what i said right <laughs> and i know what you're thinking yeah sure maybe i think these little dudes are a good idea because of my advanced age <laughs> it's true you're really old <laughs> oh gosh I'm glad you admitted it. Uh, huh. <laughs> But that's not the only reason. According to my sources, they're full of all kinds of magical properties that bring about prosperous crops and plants and whatnot. So don't count those little guys out. They have been known to keep out evil back in the days and act as sort of protector over their homes and gardens. No, Dylan, not that Homes and Gardens the magazine. Aww. In addition to all this, you're having gnome in your garden can bring about good luck to your life. So I can't see a downside to having these things around. <coughs> you're supposed to share a campfire adventure story. Oh, shoot. Like a scary story? Yes, dummy. It's campfire adventures. Oh, shoot. Not gardening tips. Got it right. Yep. Right. Check. Yeah. Uh-huh. Oh, okay. I get it. I mean, yes, I've always had it. Which leads me to the real cryptid that we're here to talk about today. So we now know everything about garden gnomes and how they're great and all, but let's take a trip across the pond near the border of Scotland and Northern England. I'd like to introduce you to a different kind of gnome, one not of the garden variety. How? Oh. Oh. <laughs> Oh, shoot. To audience laughter. <laughs> <laughs> All right, let's begin. Scattered across the borderlands are reminders of a colorful past. Beautifully haunting ruins of war-waged and time-past castles that once housed lords and ladies of yesterday Now remain all but abandoned. Perfect place for a nice afternoon walk, right? little adventure exploring, right? Right? Sure! Wrong! Turns out these ruins may not be as empty as you think. Okay, let me give you an example of what it might sound like if uh, just you and your buddy decided it might be a good idea to go check out these old ruins, right? OK. Action. Action. Oi, Dylan, fanciest stroll through ye old castle, Grimstone. Oh, all right, let's do it in. Those could be the last words that those Limeys utter if they end up running into a red cap gnome. So these red cap gnomes, right, mm-hmm. they're said to inhabit old Castle ruins, the more blood, the more torment that happened there, it seems to be the better for them. Okay. I mean, because they themselves, while well, they're a product of well, being <laughs> murdered, I suppose. Story goes. Oh, okay. No, go ahead. I was going to ask, as I was like, so they were gnomes that were murdered, but there's, <laughs> there's a story that's happening. Yes, no, during the Great Gnome Massacre. <laughs> I'm playing. So, well, I mean, they're the product of mayhem that took place in these castles themselves okay it's believed that they are in fact the spirits of people that were sacrificed while these castles are being built so yeah their spirits are kind of trapped there okay I get that yeah, yeah I don't know about you guys but I'd be pretty pissed off spirit you know I'm killed there I'm trapped there don't get to do anything All Right. so what's it got to do Morphin' to a gnome, I guess. Morphin' to a gnome? That makes sense. What's step two, though? I don't know. Jack? Yeah. Oh, well... The only thing that comes to my mind is... KILL! MURDER! KILLING! Uh, what are you guys gonna do? i got to get go- out of here! <laughs> oh! oh. <laughs> anyway, so I'm going to kill it, right? And I mean, anybody? Your sister's cat? <laughs> Dead? <laughs> Neighbors' goldfish? Ugh, they're both dead, right? Ah, uh-huh, get- Granny got real quiet. She's trying to scoot away from you. Yeah, well, that makes sense, I guess. I got a little bit too excited there. Sorry, folks. Anyway, you get my point. They are vengeance, not the has-been Bruce Wayne. Okay, so we know where to find them, mm-hmm. but what should we be looking out for while roaming about these castles? Well, first of all, I think I posted a couple pictures of you, so please beware if you see Patrice walking around, this murderous person who just has this desire to kill. But please do go on. I want to know what these road cab gnomes look like. Oh, what can I say? The heart wants what the heart wants. 911. <laughs> <laughs> I'm at the beach. Anyway, these guys are small. And I mean, like, pretty small. Okay. Um, yeah, I've heard people, Dylan, describe them as gnome size intelligent people. I get it. <laughs> Okay, go on. Oh gosh, but (laughs) don't let that fool you because they are crazy strong. Not to mention they have super long claw, fingernail things, you know, they're like claws that grow where your fingernails should be I suppose because they are humanoid creatures. Okay. After all, and they have bright red eyes, which I mean, that's pretty damn cool if you ask me. That's pretty creepy if you ask me. There is one other attribute that might stand out and me and Dylan were actually joking about it earlier. It's their red hats. Snazzy, right? Those are pretty cool hats. Okay. Yeah, except for one thing that people might not like. What's that? And it turns out to be kind of a big thing okay you're really building it up so what is it so these hats that they wear they're actually made from their human victim's skin and (laughs) one other thing about these hats well they have a habit of liking to bathe and soak these hats in their new victim's blood for any particular reason, just besides the sauciness, fashion and all? sense, duh. Obviously, Dylan doesn't understand fashion, but no, they, they like to fill these hats with their victim's blood, and it's a way of re- rejuvenating themselves or keeping their life going, keeping their life like restoring their life flow. Oh, okay, I think it's how they eat. Basically, they eat hats They do eat the humans. They just they do eat blood. the humans too. Oh, okay. Yeah, I mean, can't let a good meal go to waste. Come on, now, Don. Jesus <laughs> no. <laughs> I going to make some phone calls after this that. About that. <laughs> so yeah, all cute, cuddly factors aside from this little guy. <laughs> um, obviously, I've been having fun telling this story. And they hold a special place in my heart. Not only because, you know, I can associate. I too have a hat, (laughs) let's say. Oh my gosh. So, special place in my heart aside, I suppose some of you might want to know how to protect you guys from yourselves from these guys, right? Yes. Now, honestly, it sounds pretty simple to me, but who knows? You know, so do microwave burritos. From what I've read, it says that the way to get rid of these guys is to just recite, um, some scripture to them from the Bible, I suppose, um, your favorite passage, if you got one. What uh, about for those of us who don't have a favorite passage? A scripture Bible verse. Well, there is another way to get rid of them too. And it's to show them a crucifix or a cross and a uh, poof. Smoke and fire, they're gone. And the only thing left of your running with the red cap gnome is a giant fang from their mouth. That's pretty cool, actually. Would you make a necklace out of it? Maybe. Or a brooch. <laughs> or a brooch. I might have a fancy <laughs> dinner party I need to attend. Oh, offensive dinner party. So to me, they kind of sound like vampire-ish. Is that? Yeah, it does definitely sound vampire-ish. Actually, the Irish version of this story, that's what they call him, is the Irish vampire. Okay. Which I thought that was pretty interesting. Little tidbit. 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 (laughs) Tidbit. Tidbit. But they're not vampires. They're red cat gnomes. And let's just... Let it be known that these gnomes are pretty badass. I know. Well, now that we've gone over all the who's its and whatevers of these little dudes, I guess I'll let you know why they've always been so cool to me. So, who remembers that show, Dexter's Lab? I do oh a fellow old person i'm so joked. <laughs> yeah i don't remember what exactly was going on this episode anyway so there's a part where there's a living gnome talking to a fake one just totally concerned and like talking to this guy and he's like hey me? don't you know me <laughs> <laughs> Let me tell you, it was the most hilarious scene, and I swear to God, this scene probably pops in my head like once a month at least out of nowhere, <laughs> and it never gets old. He's so sad. He's like, what happened to my best friend? My pal, Paul, where'd you go, man? He's like, answer me, and it's just a little note, just like... Oh, God, it's gold. We'll definitely post, uh post a clip of that scene on the website for you guys to check out well it has been fun hanging out with you guys telling stories enjoying the beach all whilst perfecting our english accents hashtag no shame no seriously to all our english and Scots listeners we love you guys please don't take offense we didn't mean anything by it just we have... just wish we had a cool accent like that definitely and if you guys ever want to work on your American accent, just try doing Keanu Reeves in Bill and Ted's Excellent Adventure or Point Break, And you'll definitely have a California accent down for sure. And with that, I hope you guys enjoy this week's Better Upgraded Remix episode with your host, one and only Patrice. Don't forget to follow us on Instagram and Facebook at Campfire Adventures Podcast. And we will have all our behind-the-scenes photos and source material on our website. www.campfireadventurespodcast.com Thank you guys for listening. And remember that all the noises you hear is because we are, in fact, with a live audience. And we're chilling right next to the sea. So, hope you guys enjoyed the episode. Whether you're listening to it in the morning or in the evening, I hope you guys have a good morning or a great evening. Bye! Bye.